All right, what's up, Rizzo? What's so up, check, man? Check this out. Um, welcome everybody to uh, my first episode of Frankie Needle's NFT Experience. That's what I'm calling this thing. Um, and I got my man Rizzo here, and I want to explain what this is gonna be. Uh, this is a podcast that I'm putting together, essentially because I was podcasting prior to all of this NFT craze and and you know the run up that we just had in crypto. And I kind of want to cycle back now and kind of check in with the people that I was talking with before and, uh, you know, the innovators pretty much that have become the innovators. But in the beginning, we were just some guys that would talk on Zoom calls. You know, let's be real. So uh, nobody better to start this off with than Rizzo. Rizzo, uh, you can (laughs) – Rizzo's like the community, like everybody knows Rizzo and and you literally do – you have your hands in everything. So – I just want to say thank you for doing this and uh of course man dude it's a it's an honor to do these things with people like yourself man i i try to like you know do my best to like the things that i have my hands in like you know goes back to the beginning with the people from the beginning that and the people who like built this space man you're one of right. them so right. uh, very very uh happy to be here with you man right right so with that being said let's talk let's get into it um this is like the perfect time too i was saying this just before we got on um, the perfect time is when the market's just getting crushed because guys like us, we just kind of keep going. We just kind of keep doing what we do. You know, um, I'm sure you got a bunch of projects. I know I'm working on a project that has something to do with you as well. So, you know, we, we're always doing stuff. You know, if you're building, you're building it. You know, I honestly didn't even know the market was crashing until like the other day. I'm like, oh, I should probably do something about that. You know, <laughs> it is what it is, man. Um, so let's get into uh literally what were you doing prior to any of this stuff so like prior to the rizzle you know persona like what what was it and how did you find yourself here uh so dude i actually spent like uh a little over 15 years in nonprofits and and shit i have a master's degree in social work uh i spent uh most of my time working with kids Uh, i i ran a youth shelter for a couple years I uh, worked with kids in like uh, what they call like alternative to incarceration programs uh, and like, you know, juvenile detention centers and that kind of stuff. I did like some some regular counselor type of stuff in schools. So I was like doing that kind of thing, which uh, pays like shit, man. So, so <laughs> like that's, uh, you know, I actually like really, really enjoyed it and like did well, but like found myself really frustrated with like bureaucratic bullshit and like nonprofits and everything so so anyway man if you like do that kind of thing you have to have like a side hustle and like crypto was always one of them for me like going back to like the very very beginning like just flipping junk coins like in like 2012 2013 um and, and so what started as just sort of like a a hustle like you know sort of just grew into like a genuine like fascination with like blockchain uh and like uh at the time there was like sort of like coming up on the big like altcoin explosion and so i was like you know this is so interesting like now we got all these different like coins and chains that do like slightly different things for slightly different purposes and so i just got like gradually you know sucked in from like a like a believer enthusiast standpoint while i was just trying to like you know hustle and make some uh side money and eventually just like learned enough stuff and like stuck around long enough that uh <laughs> i ended happens. up being able to make the jump and 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 do it full time man mm-hmm. and uh you know part, part of me honestly thought like i was gonna miss what i was doing in like my i guess my previous career like mm-hmm. more and, and i do a lot man but i mm-hmm. i was very frustrated 
by not being able to make like as big of an impact on the the world per se as as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And I feel like crypto like actually allows me to do that in like a in in a sort of like a roundabout way, but like in a more like impactful way, man. I feel like it extends so many opportunities to so many people. Uh, and I have the opportunity to to be part of that, man. And I and I feel like it's uh it's good, man. I feel like it's a good thing and it's a a common mindset that like a lot of us share who were here like very early on. Exactly. Because in the beginning there was a way less um financial incentive to what we're doing. So it wasn't like, you know, when you see today, and this is the reason why I'm doing this, because you know, you see today what the what the um social landscape of it is, it's like, oh, you know, I have this picture, you know, of this and you know, I have this picture of that. And a lot of them don't even have an understanding of the underlying technology that they're dealing with, you know. Um, yeah. so in the beginning, it was, like I said, it was less financial incentive. Everybody was interested in what it does, you know, and why it does and how I can use that to better myself, my situation, or maybe, you know, like yourself, maybe other people's situation as well. You know, um, that's why I really enjoy the, um, the, like I said, the people that were here from the beginning. And, uh, that's why it seems like we don't, we don't flinch, you know, it's like, okay, something's happening. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, man, I mean, I like, uh. It doesn't really matter. Like when you're building within the space, like full time, like the market goes up, the market goes down, but the job like is the job, like, right. uh, you know, so it, it doesn't matter in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, I used, I used to like spend like tons of time day trading. So I would like be constantly nice. watching the markets like fluctuating and, you know, like planning my moves accordingly and, and this and that kind of thing. But now that I'm like sort of on the other end of things, like, you know, from a builder's perspective, mm -hmm. I'm like all in at this point. There's nowhere, there's nowhere for me to go, man. My licenses and shit are like expired. So I'm not going back to the old day job. Uh, any, yeah, I, you know, right. I have to do like, you know, go re up like all his trainings and like all this shit, man. I'm like, no, man, I'm, I'm like all in at this point. So the market can do what it's going to do. Uh, and, um, you know, it's still going to still be out here, which, which dude is part of like the frustration. I, I feel like that's sort of like, uh, I don't know, sort of gratifying to see come out like in, you know, the, the social landscape uh, from a lot of the builders within the space. It's just like, dude, the market just had this huge upswing. Uh, and now we're like coming like, you know, coming down hard. Right. And, you know, like a lot of people just got like fucking raced, like, the you know, during <laughs> this whole like hype cycle. It's just like, you know, they just all pretended like a lot of us never existed and uh and it's uh i don't know seeing some people including myself doing a little venting uh out there whatever. oh yeah of course you, you uh, see it's so funny on twitter right now to see all of the old guys like coming on like i told you i'd still be here when y'all leave like <laughs> y'all wasn't never doing shit you <laughs> know whatever but it's it's kind of ingested and fun because like we were there in the beginning you know um when it was crashing, like in the first place, like when I first got in, yeah. it was, it was crashing and everybody was arguing over everything and I was just trying to learn. So I was very like, like, whoa, you know, um, I, I'm sure people are going to have the same experience once it, you know, I mean, yeah. I don't, I could see it getting worse, you know, and if it gets worse than this, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of fighting going on, man. A lot of little bickering over people who think their projects are worth more and what have you, you know, what I can say is, you know, if your project is, if the project that you're into or invested in, whatever that may be, um, is real, then don't make it to the other side. You know. Yeah. Uh, if you have dedicated yeah, this, you know, team this, members, we will tell now. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Now, another thing is I wanted to talk to you about was uh, The Whip, because that's where I originally met you, I believe. I can't even remember at this point, but I believe it was The Whip. Um, now, how did that all start? Because I, I, 2019, I did it, and it seemed like it had been there forever already. Yeah, dude, I something just reminded me of that like infamous boot incident uh, just like a couple of days <laughs> ago. You, yeah. I don't know, maybe <laughs> maybe it was because we had just just been talking and uh, whatever. But uh, I don't know for people listening. So all right, so I'll I'll back up and then I'll explain the boot. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll so, see if I can edit a little uh, shot of the boot, like as you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, uh, it's shit like that that makes The Whip great, man. So uh, The Whip was actually like Matt's brainchild, like way back in the day, probably like, yeah, 2019, something like that. Um, And uh, I honestly, dude, I thought it was like a a dumb idea at first. uh, And, you know, I'm now like a full, fully converted uh, co-host and have been doing it with him for for years now on a weekly basis. So. Uh, it's basically like a virtual event. It's dude, it's like a traveling circus, man. We like are in a different virtual location every week. Uh, a lot of times in crypto voxels, just because it's like the easiest for people to get into, uh, mm-hmm. we, we found, uh, Decentraland, uh, I know you're in there a lot, man. That, yeah. That's the other place we host them, uh, most often in as well. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so we have like a speaker panel of, uh, you know, interesting crypto projects, guests, artists, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, each week. Uh, and then we, uh, and during this time, we're like doing, you know, some giveaways or like, you know, some sort of something. We've got like co-ops and NFTs and sometimes the speakers want to like give some stuff away to the audience or like wrap something off or something. So there's a lot of that type of thing going on concurrently with these virtual events. And then like afterwards, we normally have some sort of like field trip to a cool spot or like we tour like a virtual art gallery or like maybe we're in a cool location so like the uh person who owns the place will like show us around and talk about their spot or or we'll have some sort of like uh you know stupid activity with a prize at the end or whatever and uh it's it's really uh been just like a fun way to uh sort of showcase like cool like interesting stuff that's going on but also like tinker around with some of the tech in like uh like a not real serious way like you know all the stuff that we're doing is like you know on surface level like fun and games but we like break a lot of shit in like the meantime anyway it's like a beta test that i mean i'm sure ben has like yeah yeah, really appreciated you guys because you know in the early days you were breaking his shit and it was uh probably very beneficial to him at the time you know i know that like during those times when you were doing the whip early I remember being like so jealous, like we can't get that many people to come to Decentraland. Like it was, yeah. you know, at the time, like you guys were yeah, crushing yeah. it in crypto voxels. You know, it was every week in crypto voxels, and um, and I wanted that many people to come to Decentraland so we could beta test our like bandwidth and what have you. You know, uh, yeah. so it was it was an interesting time as far as in the beginning of the whip. Um, nowadays it seems like every single person that has done anything in this industry has at least showed face there, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, at the whip. Uh, I, and I thought you were gonna say in like both crypto voxels and Decentraland, man. Now, now I feel like the people who have been around are like very familiar with both of those oh, places yeah. and like have like profiles and stuff and go back and forth. Hmm. Um, uh, so, so wait, what was the what was the question or what? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll we'll come back to it, uh, dude. So the boot, the man, boot. Was I was weird. gonna talk about the boot too because I like. All right, I guess I'll explain what it what it is. Um, so I'm dressing my character, and I was actually interviewing uh, Matthew. Oh no, it wasn't Matthew? No, it was interviewing Andrew Steinwald. 
And, um, you know, he was a big, this is so long ago, but he was, a, you know, a big uh, crypto voxels, you know, land whale. And so, you know, I was like, let me get into crypto voxels and let me dress my guy. And I had bought two boots off of, uh, I believe, Yatepi. Uh, and I actually met him in Las Vegas, so shout out to Yatepi. But um, what do you call it? Yeah, I, uh, I bought two boots and I was going to put them on my guy. They're just like some Timberlands, you know. And I dressed them wrong. I don't know what I did. And I never fixed it because it looks cool. So I, I dressed them wrong and the boot kept like jumping up and kicking me in the back of my head while I walked. And I just like, we thought it was great. Andrew's like, you got to keep it. You know, so I, I kept it like that. And I still have it like that to this day. Dude, the, that, the whip that, uh, I don't know why, man. I just keep, I, periodically I think about this and I just like crack up. It was, we did some sort of like field trip or something. And you could see like from far away, like just Frankie's boot, like coming around the corner. <laughs> like even before Frankie like turned the corner, like the boot mm -hmm. would like flop in front of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. You just, it's one of these weird like metaverse. You had to be there moments. Yeah, uh, yeah. But dude, that just got me thinking, man, like what, what you were just saying about like the early days of Decentraland. Mm -hmm. Dude, now it seems like uh, oh, yeah. we were, I was tapping on the wall of the mega cube for mm -hmm. the past couple of days, man. There was like a ton of people up in there. Uh, your bar has a lot to do with, I feel like, uh, the early days of like starting to gather some momentum and everything right. in Decentraland. Right. Uh, but sort of like tying this all together, man, uh, I saw some posts from someone talking about how like, you know, these, these OG like metaverse wearables like also got completely overlooked Absolutely. in the hype cycle. Oh, like yeah, like when we're like meta is like trying to like co-op this whole thing. So like how are like the original like uh genesis wearables of the metaverse worth like dust now you know what i mean it, it's that's like... gonna i think that plays out at the end of the day you know um i think that if you were thinking about i mean honestly you, you could have never got me to think that the pfps would have took off so much just because they don't do yeah. anything you know and right. uh you know of course they, they started to add utility to them after the fact which was i thought was hilarious <laughs> you know <laughs> but uh you know uh I think that when it, you know, Maddie, me and Maddie used to talk about this in length in the beginning. You know, it was like uh, RuneScape. You know, it took years for those items that became big money items mm. that were basically wearables or RuneScape. Those things didn't, they weren't like that for five, a good five, 10 years until yeah. one day or, you know, and that's how things that are historic in that way. You remember um, MLB Champions? Yeah. So MLB Champions, you know, I remember looking at that, it was like, not not even that long ago. It could have been a year ago or something like that. But I remember looking at that and be like, yeah. man, those things are gonna take off now that block, you know, NFTs are taking off and that project's dead. And, you know, I could see it. And I was like, I better grab me a couple of show haze. And I never did. And then they almost like a week later, they went right up. So it's like when somebody notices it or a group of people notices it, and then everybody kind of agrees on that thing. Um I saw uh, yeah. Crypto Cats was like that. Moon Cats was like that. Uh, like random ones that are like from the past. And even Crypto Punks. Because I remember when, when Crypto Punks, I, a long time ago, you know, uh, I was, you know, just getting into the game and somebody was like, you better grab a Crypto Punk if you have a decent amount of money. And I was an idiot. So I didn't, you know. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, for real. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it was because I didn't see that or understand the concept. You know, I didn't understand like, yeah. The people really want to um, be able to identify themselves in the, you know, in the digital landscape. And we don't have the metaverse as much as people want to talk about it. It's not like the active place where people are uh, like taking in the Internet. Not yet. Right. 
I think right. that in the, in the future that you're going to end up in a 3D internet. And that would yep. make sense then to have your 3D things and then your historic 3D things. But as we sure. stand right now, the internet is 2D. So I guess it does make sense for those PFP projects, you know? Yeah, man. I, it's it's interesting that that was like the sliver of this technology that like really caught on. <laughs> it, you know, and, and it really has like nothing to do with technology. It's just like, it's like, I mean, sort of, but it's like, you know, loosely based on like the really cool stuff. It's so like do, the, ba- but... the bare example, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, we can, yeah, yeah. We can, like, you know, through code, basic. we can dress this guy. And then you can have them and he'll be yours. But like, it's yeah. really not much more complicated than that as far as the PSP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's it's crazy to me. I mean, I've uh, slept on a lot of a lot of money left on the table oh, yeah. and everything just because I don't get it, man. And, and I'm not like, you know, and in some respects, I'm like here to here to gamble in some respects. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, OG you know, day trader and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do a little bit of that on the side, but I, dude, I also am like not here to play the lottery either, man. I make like calculated bets and I like, you know, do my homework. That's why I like did, did well enough that I can make the leap to like doing this full time is because mm-hmm. I like know my shit and I study my shit. And I like, uh, you know, if I'm putting my money on something, uh, it's not I- either. I know I'm totally rolling the dice and I'm okay with that. Or I've like, you know, done a decent amount of homework and know what I'm, uh, you know, putting my money behind. And those aren't the things that like tend to really take off and hit the moon. You know, they, Mm -hmm. you, you've got some safe money and like some, some stuff, you know, isn't going anywhere. And every now and again, you know, one of them goes up a little bit, but like, you know, to really hit one of these moonshots, you got to throw a lot of money down on like a lottery ticket. And like, that's, that's not, that's just like that's never not really. Investing. Yeah. It's just not really what it is. You know? Yeah, man. Like, yeah. And, and you don't know anything about any, any of these projects and everything. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, man, it's a lot of people have made a, a lot more money than me, me riding that wave. But like, I, I just try to stick to what I'm good at, you know? Yeah. I think there was a, a part of me that didn't necessarily want all that right away. Yeah. Um, I saw Throughout this whole process, I've seen tons of people make life decisions that are maybe questionable five years down the road from now. You know, yeah. a lot of people got married. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> I'm not saying don't get married, but I don't know if this is the catalyst that should get you married. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, dude. A lot, of, a lot, a lot of people getting relationships and and houses and mm-hmm. like you know a lot of a lot of major life things yeah. happening. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's it's funny that you point that out, but you're you're dead on. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw, you know, I saw a lot of that. I'm not gonna, you know, that wasn't one specific or another. Just it was a lot. It was a lot yeah. of uh, you know. Uh, I hope that that was on the way anyway, type thing. You know, because if it wasn't. Man, you know, because life continues, <laughs> you know, life continues and, you know, the markets have cycles, you know, so you, yeah, you know, you're going to have your times when you're up, you're going to have your times when you're, you know, possibly down um, and making bad decisions in life will lead you to, you know, real, you know, real financial problems, you know. Dude, I think like a lot of people who might have had difficulty getting involved in a relationship got a lot of money and that made it much easier for oh, them. Man. And like, yo, you know how that goes, man. It doesn't yeah. uh, always end very well. You're telling me, man. I <laughs> I got lucky to have lived a lot of life before any of this, you know. So me I was too, like, um, me personally, I was you know working odds and ends of jobs and stuff like that. But I had been around a lot of different life experiences and. Um, you know, like I said, it's all grain of salt with me with the money. It's like, 
I enjoy being a little bit better off than I was before, you know, being yep. able to kind of take care of myself in this way, you know. But, man, you know, I'm not one of those guys that hit the moon, you know, or whatever, you know, hit for a huge, huge dollar amount. So, you know, I'm just trying to maintain. And, you know, for me, the lucky part was being able to be somebody in the industry, you know, yeah. to know guys like yourself and everybody else, you know, in the industry and, and you know, to put myself in a position to have a job within the industry, you know, which is uh, amazing. You know, I, I think that's yeah. more more valuable. And people don't understand that, but you'll understand in, what, what were we in? Like 2030, you know? So, like, down the road, you know, when the people like yourself, myself, you know, all the early guys, if you stuck to it and you and you decided, to, you know, to be somebody within the industry, you know, the industry grows, you'll grow with it. You'll have a, you know, people are going to want your knowledge, you know? So, yeah, that's, uh, that's to me, is the, is the biggest, luckiest part. If you can actually gain some actual knowledge and, you know, things that are um, useful, then you make yourself much more useful in the industry that's blossoming, you know? Dude, 100%, man. I feel like anyone who was around in, like, early days who stuck to it is now doing something within the if – they, if they wanted to do something within in the industry, they have enough experience and knowledge that they can do something within the industry. Uh, and you see, like, pretty much anyone who stuck around – dude, I was just talking about this with Skinny, man. It, it, um, when I was over in Spain uh, last week mm -hmm. uh, with this conference and everything, it's it's – it's sad and like sort of disheartening to see people like, you know, during this big run up, man, I feel like it affected a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Sort of like what you were saying, man, with the, you know, people making a lot of life decisions. Uh, I feel like a lot of people, uh, you know, got really disheartened or like, you know, it, it broke a lot of spirits uh, and, and, and some people just sort of like, you know, fizzled out or just like, you know, aren't here anymore. And, and, you know, I, I feel like in a weird way, like the, the dip is a hard time for like a lot of people who haven't experienced it, but like, this was sort of like a test too, man. Like, you know, sort of withstanding all this fucking bullshit, like coming into the scene and like essentially trying to like co-op the space and like, you know, you rewrite the narrative and everything. And like, you know, having to sort of just like, you know, eat that like as people are just fucking making money like hand over fist uh i i think that like fucked with a lot of people's heads too man and, oh yeah i got a I, message I not too long ago from one of our, like you know super og decentraland guy i'm not gonna mention names but you know just jaded and he's like man i'm making money you know he's like I ain't yeah. tripping but it, I, I just got these people who know nothing really about the industry and they're throwing money at him, you know, because he knows his stuff yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, man, well, just keep collecting it because, you know, <laughs> it don't last forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I might need a job in the future. So, you know, save, save enough to give me a job, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I, I identify a lot with what you said, man, in terms of like, you know, I, I feel very fortunate to be able to like do this shit. I'm like, you know, now like just full-time Rizzle, man. Like, yeah. you know, I... I <laughs> have enough of a safety net that I can like, you know, if everything implodes tomorrow, I can, you know, hang in there for a while longer and see if it, you know, goes back up again or whatever. Right. Uh, but, you know, this, the opportunity to like, you know, do this uh, is, is uh, more than enough for me, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm like you, man, you know, after a certain point, like, um, my, my, uh, stepdad actually has this great saying, he's like, you can only fit like, you know, so many ice cream sandwiches in your mouth at the same time, uh, <laughs> in terms of like, you know, having a lot of money or whatever. And, and it's true. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, once you have like, 
uh, are able to like, you know, do what you like, you know, day in, day out. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, what, what really much more can you ask for? Like on top of that, you know, a lot of people have a lot of fucking money and still don't do that. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I always said like when I got to the point when I moved into here and then I got enough paper towels for good, I felt good. I was like, I got enough yeah. paper towels. I'm, I'm straight. Like, you know, I got Parmesan cheese in the refrigerator and like, you know I mean, stuff like that. There's like the the stuff that you'd be missing normally, you know, when you're broke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stupid Dude, shit I, like that. I just said to my wife the other day, I can't even remember how it came up, but I was like, I said to her, I was like, I'm not going to worry about the $5 or whatever. I forget what it was, like mm -hmm. something, you know, whatever. And I was like, and I said right after that, I was like, I can't even tell you how crazy it is to like hear that come out of my mouth. Like, I feel so fortunate to like mm -hmm. be in a spot where I'm like, I'm not going to sweat it. It's five bucks. If I like, you know, tipped them too much or like whatever, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's not. And, and, but that like was a thing, man. That was like, I, I go to customer service to fucking get, get my, you know, $3. They overcharged me on my receipt, man. I'm like, give me my fucking $3 back. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And I mean, especially even in the beginning for me, I mean, like not that, I guess that not that long ago, that was a thing for me, you know, and you know, I'm still yeah. growing. I'm, I'm not to where I, I want to be yet, but you know, definitely you know things have changed in, in that way where i you know i worry about like more like macro things like that's why i wanted to start the podcast i wanted my own thing going on i have you know a couple different projects i'm working on but i wanted a, a specific thing that you know that i'm working on um and kind of getting back to those roots of uh speaking with people and speaking with uh you know a lot of my friends who literally have become this huge in this industry you know yeah that's yeah pretty, it's pretty awesome <laughs> it's wild to see like <laughs> different people's trajectories within the space right mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. uh uh i don't i don't want to like pick apart like you know people in like a in any way really but like i'm when you say like people have gotten huge man yeah. it's it's just really nuts man especially because like we were all sort of in the same like circle and there's like a lot of people with like overlapping skill sets and uh but but some people just really got plucked out and like you know th you know thrown into orbit or whatever during this whole run-up and everything and it's it's just sort of crazy to see how like uh i don't know how that played out man it's, it's fascinating to be like right in like the center of the storm when like you know some some you know the the old neighborhood starts getting gentrified and shit and like you're you're you know digging your heels in you're like i'm oh, that i'm not moving out my rent you know they're not changing my rent or whatever yeah uh but you're like watching this shit go on like you know in real time around you and mm -hmm. uh it's it's just i don't know man it's it's been a wild ride it's, it's weird Absolutely. to like dude it almost seemed like this huge downswing wasn't going to happen i'm like sort of fascinated to see how this like all plays out uh it's it just I, and i i say that every upswing at some point i'm like maybe it's just maybe we're up here now you know maybe we sort of hit that point and then you know wham 50 percent down some shit to me there's always there's always a number that i'm that i'm looking for that we never get to I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna get here. We never get there, like you know. So I go down with the ship sometimes, you know. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Yes, a uh, lot, lot of, lot of broken ships in my uh, portfolio. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna. That's part of the learning process, as far as like you know, investing in stuff, and that's not necessarily yeah. unique to crypto. Although we, I always say that with crypto and NFTs, but mostly on just the crypto market, you're dealing with like market cycles and fast forward you know so yeah. if you were dealing with a regular market cycle like the if you were looking at the s p 
And the last time that thing crashed was like 12 years ago or something like that, you know? But we're getting a crash like every three and a half, you know, maybe. You know, maybe. So, and, and sometimes some flash stuff that, you know, when you have a, a random piece of news that doesn't agree with everybody, you know? <laughs> <laughs> For real? You know, it, it's, it's not a proven asset. And that's what happens, you know? If you want to, like, if you, in, in, like, I studied a bit of investing before I got into crypto. And, you know, understanding that if you're dealing with uh, new assets, yeah, there's a huge upside, but there's an enormous, like, danger of anything can happen, you know? Um, you yeah. have, I remember I had friends, you know, Axie was one of my first big things I got into. And um, one of my friends was asking me, like, what could happen? And I'm like, you and there's so many things that could happen here, you know, with Axie just specifically. I'm just talking about that one yeah. thing, you know? Um, yeah, and I'm not yeah. going to get into the things that did or didn't happen, but I'm saying some of them did and some of them didn't, you know? And it can swing a price or value one way or the other. You know? Yeah. No, 100%, man. I, I feel like I've, I've gotten better as after you go down with enough ships. Yeah, you learn a little bit, man. And you some sometimes you got to like take some profits, even if that thing in the back of your head is telling you, like, no way, this shit's going to go up at least another 100%. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, exactly. uh, but, but yeah, man, if, if you hang around long enough, you've seen like some stupid run ups. And uh, I, I've gotten a little bit better about saying, like, okay, like, you know, it, once you hit a certain point, it's like th this money, like, you know, once converted to US dollars actually like, you know, makes a difference in my like livelihood or my safety net or whatever. Right. I should not be a fucking idiot and like just reinvested in like uh, some like other super speculative shit. Um, <laughs> or at least not all of it. Like, uh, it's, you know, I laugh it is you're, always you're allocated kinda, You're kind of but... telling my story right now, but you know, because I'm still young, you know, in the game. <laughs> so I've done, I definitely have like, you know, kind of reinvested. But I was, I was saying, I don't know if I said you this during the podcast, but I basically didn't, necessarily want to uh be one of those guys that got too big too quickly at least in the money department because i am scared of the way i would you know handle that <laughs> i'm a wild boy you know what i mean <laughs> i was keeping it real so i don't even know like i went out to vegas uh to visit with um open nft real good friend of mine and um you know i went out there and i had a blast let's just put it that way you know and, and you know what i mean and it costs a lot of money to have a blast like that in vegas you know <laughs> Um, you know, I learned that lesson that was like, okay, you know, let's get back to work. I thought I got really like, really, I got to figure, you know, some work out, you know? Yeah. Dude, I, if, if all this, you know, I, I'm like, uh, you know, I got asked to host this conference in Spain and mm -hmm. now like Gary V's flying me out to VCon for oh, yeah, four days speaking yeah, there yeah. and shit. Yeah. And, and so like these things are like coming to me and, and dude, I had this thought the other day. I'm like, yo, if I'm like, you know, I'm married. I have two kids now. So mm -hmm. I, I like need to pace myself to you know just you know because i have a fucking family and shit mm -hmm. so but mm -hmm. i'm like dude if i was like 25 and like all these opportunities started coming my way like i think it would fuck me up man because i like you know had some wild times as well and <laughs> and when i go to these things man i like to fucking party dude it's yeah. like fun to see yeah. uh all of these people that you know you've been hanging out with like virtually mm -hmm. for so long and and a lot of these events are like really really fun uh, but I'm like, dude, I'm glad in, in some ways, like, I feel like, you know, because I'm older, I can manage it a little bit more responsibly than I know I wouldn't. Otherwise, I'd be like, hitting the speaker too hard. We're going to fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about, man. Like, I went out to Miami during Art Basel and I met up with a couple guys from Decentraland. And um, I made sure I shut it down early. You know, I was like, you know, yeah. we hung out during the daytime. We did lunch and whatever. But then, you know, when it, when it got nighttime and I went back to my hotel and kind of did my own thing, I didn't want to 
I know better. I know who I am, you know, and I, and it's just a certain, <laughs> there's a certain time that I don't need, you know, after dark, you, you're going to deal with a different guy. You know what I mean? That's the Frankie that I want to hang out with whenever we uh, end oh, up at the man. same conference yeah, together. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, though, man. I, I'm trying to tell you. I, I try to be, because I have a, you know, my past was kind of, I don't want to say rough, but it was like, I'm like a, you know, kind of a rough and tumble kind of person, you know what I mean? So, you know, it doesn't, it's not good for business. So I want to do business, you know. I'm more interested in doing business than I am kind of keeping up my old persona, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it off the books, man. We'll yeah, for sure, it. for sure. <laughs> so uh, VCon, let's talk about that. Yeah. What's going on over there, first of all? Because I, I honestly just don't even know. Like, I'm, I don't keep up with Gary Vee stuff just because I don't have, have any. And that's just yeah. you know sometimes I my yeah. friend my friend is big into it. Uh, I got a friend into the into the space, and so he got really big into the Gary V stuff, and I think he's done really well with it. But uh, I don't know other. I, mean, I know he's a really good investor. I know that. Yeah, dude, uh, Gary V is like way off my radar. When he entered the scene, uh, I just I, I don't I just don't pay a lot I don't pay a lot of attention to anything that I'm not like directly involved in. To right, be completely right. honest with you, yeah. so it's not any it's not a knock on him. It's mm -hmm. just off my radar. Mm -hmm. uh, I I just I ended up being involved with V Friends by proxy of working at, with NFT Forty Two at the time, uh, and he had approached us to launch V Friends. Uh, and, and I wasn't actually directly involved in it, but I, by proxy for working for NFT 42, since they launched it, I was, and actually like ended up interviewing Gary V, uh, on token smart during launch day or something like that, okay, okay. uh, to talk about it and everything. And it was fine. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I don't, uh, so dude, I, so now I know a little bit more about Gary V through this whole experience, uh, and everything. And, uh, I, I don't, I don't like, like, or not like Gary, honestly, mm -hmm. like his whole, like thing is you know his whole gary v thing is like not really for me personally like uh it's again like not a knock against it it's just like i i just don't like consume that type of like stuff or like seek it out or whatever uh but his fans like certainly do and he's got like a shitload of like really like rabid fans <laughs> uh but uh but so that aside man like uh i have paid attention to how he's like dealt with nfts and like entered the scene uh and do have an appreciation for like him going to bat like very early on like for nfts and for the technology and i feel like he does like get it and like understand like the you know techno to the techno the technology aspect of it and everything and so uh that aspect of his i've like come to appreciate uh, more than what you know all the other stuff that he does which is like again fine but like just not for me like personally so mm -hmm. uh so he sort of like won me over in that respect as far as like and you know he's he's out here like on the regular it's like you yeah. know whether you like him or not he's, he's like talking about active. nfts and how yeah. awesome they are yep. um <laughs> he's in so. the episode of stoner cats like he's a, he's he got a, like a character in stoner cats like he's, he's oh yeah no i yeah. haven't i haven't well, seen I stoner cat and I, and I definitely watched that so like you know like i noticed that and I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, it, it's cool to see somebody like that. Like, um, you know, Paris Hilton was similar, just like, like you saying, going, going to bat for the industry for a bunch of us who don't have that kind of notoriety, you know, so being yeah. able to use that notoriety in that kind of way is actually good. Um, and then to have such an enthusiastic community, I think that's always yeah. good. You know, you can always, uh, that always, not always, but that translates well, is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm so I'm really interested to see like how this plays out at Beacon uh, mm-hmm. and everything. So so they his team hit me up uh, and um, I, I don't even know why, honestly, I, I, it, I didn't get the impression that they knew I was directly involved in like the BeFriends launch or anything in the first mm-hmm. place. So I think they just sort of like hit me up blind or whatever, asked if I wanted to speak at Beacon. Okay. Uh, and then they said that they'd like, you know, I. I had to speak at I'm speaking at a panel on Friday. I just found this out actually. I'm speaking at a panel on Friday <laughs> called OG shit with like one other person. I saw you, yeah, I saw and, you tweet that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh and they're flying me out for like the whole conference and you know, paying for like food. There's like a they're sending a I assume like a Uber to pick me up and take me to the airport and mm-hmm. the, like everything the whole deal. So I'm like shit, man. That that sounds all right. And I, I know a bunch yeah. of people who are going to be there. So yeah. uh, again, man, like all of these going to these things is like a networking thing, you know, hang out with friends oh, yeah. most of the time anyway. So I'm like, Oh dude, I, I just have to walk out my front door and they like take me there and take me home and feed me. And uh, all I got to do is run <laughs> my mouth for an hour about OG shit. I'm like, that sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to say, about like the in real life meetings. You remember in the beginning when almost everyone assumed that we would never meet in real life and like were tr- actively trying to not let you know who they were. <laughs> I remember during this time, I was yeah. doing interviews. I was doing the same thing like this and I would be talking to so many different random pictures, you know? <laughs> now, since then, most people aren't willing to get on camera. But uh, yeah. back, back in yeah. those days, man, it was a different time period. and Everyone thought that they were gonna be this anonymous nobody. You know, um, yeah. that had to change. I knew that would have to change because you're not, you know, you're not going to like I used to joke, like ain't nobody going to do pick, do business with like a, a drawn frog. No offense, Rizzo. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. I would argue that that's not necessarily. <laughs> no, no, you're right, though. I mean, I don't want to no, sign a contract like a certain- or something. You know? <laughs> but I, I mean, I get what you're saying. It, and definitely we're moving yeah. into the age of where, you know, the digital um, identity is, is a thing and stuff. But um, no. as far as the, like, the to, old... to do something, like I mean, you know, to actually do something with somebody, you, you, you're going to want to speak to them or have some idea that you can work with this person, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's funny. Like, Matt and I did the podcast together for like a year and a half and had no idea what each other looked like the entire time. <laughs> like, never, never turned the camera on once. Uh, and, and I think, you know, because of exactly what you're saying, man, but also like when the when the money came in, I feel like the web two it brought with like the web two like sort of mentality and in order to like do business or like you know start bringing more people into the fold you had to sort of like you know sort of take a step back in order to take a step forward type of thing yeah those are um, traditional I, business people that they, they were like yeah. interested in knowing who we were maybe not me but you know people like right. you and maddie and matthew and guys like that and they were going to want to like come to the office type thing, you know, like even, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, man. When I, uh, so the first time I actually met Matt, uh, was at NFT NYC, the, 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 first, the first, first one, one, but like oh, yeah, whatever. whatever, 17 pre pre COVID. Yeah. 17. Yeah. Oh, was it 17? 2019. 20. I think it was 19. 2020, right? Uh, it was 19, or, yeah. Yeah. It might've been early 2020. Yeah, I, I think it was like it was. February, 2020. Yeah. Like February, that. 2020. Uh, I have like a little thing. Anyway, so I'm I'm trying to find Matt and Connie Digital at a bar. Uh, I know I know Connie's a black dude, mm-hmm. and I in my head Matt is from South Korea. He's been living there for like ten years, so I'm mm-hmm. like Matt is probably like a Korean dude. So I'm you know at the bar looking for like a black dude and a Korean dude, and I don't see any Korean looking dudes at the bar mm-hmm. at, at all. 
and there's one black dude. I'm so like, I'm like, that's got to be Connie. <laughs> so I'm like, the, the person next to we him. We need more representation of minorities in this. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to find people. No, I know. I'm you just know, joking. We, we didn't have our profile pictures with us, man. And right, so right. I'm, I'm like, you know, just going on assumption. And, uh, you know, there, Matt's just, uh, you know, a white dude mm -hmm. uh, sitting next to Connie. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's just funny because I know Matt for like a year and a half. And I'm like, dude, mm -hmm. I thought you were, you know, Korean dude. That's why I was looking, wandering around the bar in circles uh, and everything. But uh, uh, it, was, it was funny, man. Uh, but uh, I do feel like there was that that mentality, man, that, uh, we, it wasn't necessary or like we were sort of championing some like, you know, idea that it, you know, it wasn't going to be necessary, but, uh, also I think these conferences had a lot to do with it. A lot of us like met each other at these things. And then I think it was just all like, ah, fuck it. Like, who are we really trying to like, you know, <laughs> we're, we're only talking to each other online anyway. What's the mm -hmm. fucking point of hiding anymore? Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> I had originally, like, um, Steve Wan was, like, a huge influence on me. And uh, I remember, like, watching him talk prior to any of this stuff going on. Like, I was, he was, like, one of the reasons I even found NFTs at all. But he was doing interviews, and he comes from the early days of Bitcoin when I believe they were kind of in that same wave. But then he started, like, um, putting out Bitcoin ATMs places. He had to be public with himself, like, who he was, you know? And that was just an understanding I had. That's why I had that early yeah. understanding. I was like, Steve, man... It, it, you're they right. didn't break down Steve's money because he, you know, because he's on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's the way I looked at it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. Remind, so like, uh, so the, at those early conferences, man, uh, it was funny too because we we're a lot of us were meeting each other in person for the mm -hmm. first time, and so, but a lot of us also you know, had previously been anonymous and have like, you know, handles like Rizzle. It mm -hmm. was my Anon handle. I, I was like lurking under that handle for like, you know, a year and a half before I even, you know, posted or anything. Yeah. Uh, so it was not intending to like be publicly that. So anyway, so you, you go to these conferences for the first time or whatever, and everyone's like sort of introducing themselves to like, hey, I'm like so-and-so, but you like might actually like know me from like something, something as like so-and-so. And, -so. and mm -hmm. uh, you know, this like long like introduction trying to figure out how to like present uh, ourselves <laughs> to each other in the real mm -hmm. world. And now like everybody, it just seems like everybody totally gave up. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm Rizzle. Like yeah. you know, Strawberry Sith is like, hey, I'm Strawberry Sith. That was one. Of, totally that was normal. another reason why I wanted it because I've always been Frankie Needle since I was like 18 or something like that. So I just, I figured that was easy enough. You know, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm the same guy. I don't even have to say, you know, there's, there's no difference. Just, you know, I mean, I mean, I have a last name that's real, but you know, other than that, yeah, there's yeah. no difference. It's always anybody who's known me since I've been basically a child. Like I mean, I'd have been like, yeah, I think I got that name when I was like 18 or something. Like that. Yeah. Cause I've been, I was rapping and stuff like that, or DJing and stuff. I've always been involved with hip hop since a long time, you know. So, yeah, yeah, dude. I was, uh, I was washing dishes at this, uh, this shitty restaurant when I was in grad school, actually. And like uh, a bunch of the high school kids started calling. I was like friends with them. They started calling me Rizzle, mm -hmm. and like it was just something that I like. I just sort of kept the handle, <laughs> like when I needed a handle for something and like, you know, whatever, I would just use that. I like across different things. There's probably like other platforms that have like old Rizzle handles out mm -hmm. there somewhere or whatever, but mm -hmm. it was just something I like stuck with and had no intention on ever being like publicly known as it. But then like, you know, one, one thing led to another, actually the pie, I was doing the podcast with Matt for like uh, basically that entire year and a half, like, and was not doxed at all. And then mm -hmm. uh, at some point was just like, 
like fuck it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think the first time I got on camera with you was uh, the WTF event. That's the first time I see, see remember seeing you on camera. The WTF event? What was that? Yeah, it was like, uh, what the fuck was NFTs? And we did it in, it was like a big series of conferences in Decentraland. Oh, and yeah, 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 of, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. I, literally, everybody from the industry at that, at that point was there. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I remember the NFTs WTF. I couldn't, like, place the event or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, man, it was, I mean, once I went full-time in the industry, I was basically like, there's no turning back, you know, it's, it's not, well, and also like, I, I like the idea. So I was like working with kids, like on the side, not on the side, like it's like a full-time job, job or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I really wanted to like keep my shit completely separate from mm -hmm. that. And like, uh, wanted, you know, essentially the freedom to be able to like, you know, post whatever I want and like say mm -hmm. whatever I want without like having to worry about like, you know, some kid I worked with stumbling on my profile and like, mm -hmm. you know, that affecting, you know, their judgment of me or like yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah, and early um, Rizzo had a sharp tongue, you know. Early, early <laughs> Rizzo <laughs> would, no, but early Rizzo would flip out on a project, like long thread, you know. <laughs> There was the, uh, a lot of people who, who were running projects were scared of you. They were scared, like, man, if Rizzo finds out about my project, I might go down. You know, <laughs> dude. I uh, I was just saying to again, man, talking with Skiing, I had a great time with him, man. I yeah. never actually met him in real life, but mm -hmm. spent like a, he, he, dude. He like took time off to like give my wife and I a tour of Madrid and everything. You know, this kind of shit, like, uh, yeah. you know, coming out of like this, you know, early bullshit is just like, you know, su such an amazing like life experience to have like come out of this whole thing. So uh, anyway, my, anyway, man, it was like talking to him about this like same thing. I was like, dude, I, I get a surprising like lack of trolling, like on Twitter, like nobody really like, you know, digs at some of the stuff I say. And I'm like, dude, if I said like, I would troll me, like definitely. I'm like, <laughs> like sort of surprised that like, and Skinny sort of said the same thing. He's like, dude, he's, just, he's like, people, I don't think like want to step on the hornet's nest or some shit. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm like having I was, fun out there. I was just I about to say, um, you know, it seems like most of the early guys have turned into the trolls anyway. You know, right yeah, now, yeah, like yeah. we're the ones laughing, being like, you know, you know, oh, your your house is burning, huh? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, you know that that's the other thing that I noticed about this like huge run up is that I feel like the the old community was never that big, but it was also like fairly fragmented in the sense that like we all sort of knew each other, but we're all sort of. Uh, a little bit on our own islands, like doing our own thing with like mm. some overlap here and there. But I, I feel like we all got like fucking canceled together during this like whole thing. <laughs> and and it's it's like united uh, oh, yeah. a lot the of The art too, guys, the art know? guys are so ready. I And I believe in them in the bear market. I think the art guys will come back. But yeah, man, yeah. the art guys are real ready to, to, to kind of be the forefront again. Cause you know, it seemed like PFPs. I remember, and I'm not gonna name names. So somebody had the first person that told me about Bored Apes. And I'm thinking like, you know, I had just bought so much art. I was like, I don't want no more art in my head, you know? And uh, yeah, that, that was what that was. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, man. I, yeah, it is what I didn't, I didn't get it either, man. Uh, and and in, a, in a large respect, like still don't, even though like I can, you know, wrap my head around how it happened or yeah. whatever. But uh, yes, dude, I, I, 
I feel for the artists. I see them out there on Twitter being like, oh, yeah. when is one of one art yeah, season? Like, one of us, like, it's, it's got to happen sometime. Just art all. season like, in general. I mean, I do believe in, literally, I really do believe in the art, the uh, NFT art world. Yeah, me too. Um, just, I don't think that we have, I don't think that um, visual displays are where they need to be for everybody to really look at it in that light, you know? In the beginning, yeah. It was kind of the only thing we had, you know, so it was like, you know, check it out. But now everybody yeah. has everything else. There's every, you know, there's a lot of things going on. But I think that when you get to the other side, whether it's in the bear market or whatever, you're going to have a time when people are have a lot more, you know, visual displays on their walls. I don't have any, yeah. you know, and, you know, yeah, yeah, that'll be a flex, a major flex, like much major than, than in my opinion, than your profile paper. We'll see. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree, man. A hundred percent. And, uh, uh, yeah, especially with the with the displays and everything, you know, I, I feel like it's I feel like I don't really get people like equating the buyers of like these collectibles with like the art buyers. Like, I, I feel like these people are like two completely separate categories that like a lot of the artists are getting like offended by. And, and I sort of feel like it's like, <laughs> like that's it's not, like your, missing that's the not mark. your all public, right? Like It's not really your yeah, the people you're after necessarily. Dude, my my kid is like obsessed with Pokemon cards mm -hmm. and like, doesn't give a fuck about one of one art. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And, and I think that's basically it in a nutshell. Like mm -hmm. there are people who just love collectibles and that's a different audience. You know, there's some overlap. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of the overlap. I like mm -hmm. collectible stuff uh, and art, but mm -hmm. uh, I think art is different, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's uh, and, and it's a slower burn to get art collectors to, appreciate this sort of like new medium where you know we're still sort of like in in exper uh, experimental territory with it yeah exactly and like like i said i think that when you have a better way to display it whether it's in the metaverse and something that's I agree. more tangible or on your walls or whatever it may be you know i think that that yeah that'll be that'll be the time period for it you know so again you know it's more like you're gonna go down this historic you know time period and i always said too there's gonna be i'm surprised it doesn't exist of like kind of like ether scan for nfts you know like yeah. that, that you can really go through and do the research of like, you know what happened on the blockchain and how did you know these things get here and then you would have yeah. a little bit um i feel like you'd be able to kind of like understand what's actually historic around here you know and what you know really made waves for you know the next thing to come along you know yeah dude i, I hope like I, I hope the market's in a downswing. I don't like necessarily hope that, but I, I like <laughs> hope that this is the type of like, I feel like that's the kind of thing that like doesn't get built in a bull market because no. nobody gives you. a shit. No, <laughs> let me tell you, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm working too. You know, no one is working hard right now. Every, <laughs> everyone is working just hard enough. You know, like, and the people that yeah. work hard, they, they're killing it. They, they're putting out projects and stuff. I'm trying to tell you, it's really hard to work hard when you're when the market is going completely ballistic and everyone has a little extra money, a little extra time, is busting a vacation every other. Man, I'll be working with somebody and then be like, oh, you've been on vacation? That's why I haven't been able to get a hold of you? Like, yeah, I had to <laughs> shoot out to another country that you would like, you know, I'm like, cool. Yeah. You know, but that's just the, 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 the age that we're living in in the right now. And I, I do respect a lot of the guys that were around early um, because, how do you explain, like, they had to get here, you know, so they worked hard in the, in the, during the bear markets or whatever, 
now they're here, yeah, go on a quick vacation. You know, we'll be, we'll get back to yeah. it. You know, there's, there's going to be another bear market. There's going to be a evening out or whatever you want to call it, and there'll be a time to you know, to really go to work. Not to say don't work, but you know, I'm I'm just saying there's a. I get why some people don't work as hard as possibly they would if they were broke, because they're not broke, and that's you know that's oh, yeah. the reality. You know, it's yeah, funny because I get I get like um traditional business people that you know. Like kind of get on my case about that. I'm like, man, you weren't here. You don't understand the, what that is. To we were grinding this whole time when you weren't paying attention, when you wanted nothing to do with us. You know, we were sitting here grinding this whole time, and now it's done well. Yeah, a couple of people is gonna want some vacations. You know, you get vacation yeah. time on your traditional job. We don't get we get to you know pick it on our own time, which is usually during the time when things are blowing up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, exactly, man. Uh, <laughs> I, it's funny that you say that, dude. I, I, I've given a lot of thought to that too, man. Like people, like the way that this works is so like unconventional compared to like traditional work and, and like trying to like explain, like even though I can like, I've gotten better to like sort of explaining like what I do, like crypto going mainstream, like yeah. certainly helps like a, a little bit uh, to explain to people. But like, work is so like the term work or whatever is so strange right now and like trying to explain like what that is or like how that fits into my schedule uh or or whatever it's just sort of like this like weird ongoing like amorphous thing that i can like put aside or pick up like mm -hmm. depending on you know whatever it is um but uh have over the course of like the last couple of years met with like a lot of web 2 people and had like a lot of opportunities to work for different companies and projects and whatever and it, you know they it, it's funny to see them want to enter the space and like recapture people and put them in like a web two box it's like mm -hmm. okay well yeah. like you know what <laughs> these are gonna be your hours and responsibilities and like oh, and, and and you know uh, i i made the mistake of joining forces with like a once i left nft 42 to sort of like do my own thing i mm -hmm. i tried to help out a couple projects that uh i quickly realized like you know were just that man they were like well-intentioned web 2 projects trying to enter the space uh and i just knew after like a couple weeks i'm like dude these projects are gonna bomb there's like no way they, they don't like understand how to navigate this space they're trying to like you know build out this like community mission and like all this shit ahead of time and like you know uh, uh all these like contracts and shit. I'm like, dude, this is web three, man. You get a developer and an artist and you shake hands and like make shit work, dude. Right. Like we don't, we don't need to do all this, like, you know, premeditated infrastructure and like all, all this shit. That is it, is it then if it doesn't come to fruition in the first, like a lot of time, then yeah. the thing's over because you expected to make this much money. Like you, you started this mission, you know, if you're coming like from, for that kind of like web two, mentality you know you started this mission and if it became not worth it not worth your time then you stop you know yeah. so you might as well stop from the beginning because you're wasting your time you're doing it wrong you know you should be yeah. doing it it kind of organically turns into something that you should be turning into a business you know yeah it seems yeah. like the, the traditional guys want to come up in here and like you said it's kind of you know mission statement like this is what we're going to do and then you're basically saying okay well we're going to definitely make money and that's a hard yeah. you know it's a tough one around here no it is man uh yeah exactly shit what was it uh dude you're right on with what you were saying um it made me lose my train of thought something along the same lines man but uh it, dude it's it's uh 
yeah, man, like putting the cart before the horse, it's so difficult to know like how things are going to shake out. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say, man. It seemed like a lot of like posts uh, about people who are, you know, trying to start their own project or whatever. And they're like, how do I, what's the best way to like bootstrap my thing? Should I do like an NFT drop to like bootstrap it? Do I, should I take on like some VC money? And like, dude, like, you know, when, again, man, back when it was early days, like, there was no money, man. If you just wanted to like do something, you just like started just doing it. And then like, you know what I mean? No, nobody's mm-hmm. getting paid. You just like made it happen. And, and I feel like, you know, that that's the way like I approached like, uh, you know, the, my most recent project is like got, got an artist developer mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, whatever money we make on this thing, we'll just chop it up evenly. But like, mm-hmm. we there's no like, how do we get paid to make this thing? It was like, if it's good, we'll get paid <laughs> like you know what literally I mean? and that's actually um the same mentality of the podcast like i'm doing this right now right and i really haven't explained how i'm going to release it but i told you earlier um what i'm going to do is i'm going to you know edit this video i'm going to post this video at my bar and i'm going to record that video that's going to be the podcast from the bar um the bar cool. is a project that i've done frankie's tavern with uh my man juxton who um same idea, man. I was doing an interview, not an interview. I was doing, we used to do this. Um, you, I don't think you, you remember, we used to do the the DCL round table. It was a bunch of the early Decentraland yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. It was like every Friday, every Saturday, whatever it was. And uh, so I'm sitting at one of those things one time and I'm talking, I'm like, man, if I had a coder, I'd be doing good or whatever I said. I might have said something even more, you know, over the top than that. <laughs> but uh, and so Justin happened to be in the crowd and he was like, oh, I'm a coder. And we started talking that night, and then three weeks later, we had the bar built. Um, and then he ended up getting a job off of that, which was a blessing. It was great because it made it, you know, uh, very, like, it felt successful, even though we didn't necessarily turn money. But, you know, kind of right, right. go, going back to the bar, like, yeah, now we want to do stuff with the bar. And, yeah, we, we, me, and, me and Juxton are still partners on that. And he's, like you said, it's just a split money situation. It's not a, oh, you know, there's some sort of contract and percentages, points, none of that, you know? Right. Dude, so much of the good opportunities that have come my way have been through the exact type of stuff like you're talking about, man, is like, you know, you built the bar, the bar didn't necessarily churn revenue or whatever, but it led to like other things for yourself and for other people. And that's, you know, sort of been the deal with like my podcast and like the whip, like we're not making any money on these things, but like the connections and like the opportunities and like the people that I've met, you know, during the course of like all this uh you know have have been priceless or whatever so it, it's a, you know i feel like it's just it's a different mentality man that's that's like that old like web3 mentality like if you build it they will come like type of thing and and it's the truth man if you you do you know cool was, stuff though, you know what you're doing i'm gonna tell you what happened we were a group of people that were not necessarily allowed into the regular world financial or or uh, business one way or the other for one reason or the other but it seemed like a bunch of us had skills and we knew it so we could, you know, we would just use our skills rather than prepare yeah. for them and, and declare them and all the other stuff, you know? You're just like, just use yeah, them, yeah, just yeah. do whatever you do. And you do something yeah. that's valuable to me, let's do it together. And there was no apprehension behind, oh, you're from a certain class of people, you're from a, uh, anything. There was, I mean, a lot of that had to do with no, no like kind of face-to-face stuff, but at the same time, you know, it was just like, People, I was able Amen. to talk with people who are, you know, now they run businesses and huge, you know, maybe even funds and stuff like that. 
but it doesn't even matter. Like they, they knew that I had brought something to the table. Same thing with you, Matthew. Obviously knew you brought something, you brought something to the table. You know, that's how it happens because somebody was able to say, oh, um, I'm willing to work with this person even though I don't have his resume, let's call it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's like very well put, man. Like, uh, and I, I think, uh, yeah, man, I can't even say it better, but, but like that whole concept of like, that's what people were here doing, like just sort of, uh, you know, the, the whole space was like very liberating before, uh, and, and probably still is for a lot of people. There's like, mm-hmm. that part of it is still certainly out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like, it's sort of overshadowed by like a lot of the noise and everything, but like yeah. being able to just sort of enter the space and like, uh, again, man, for, for me personally, coming from like a profession where I like, you know, I have to be, you know, somewhat careful about my public image uh, mm-hmm. and everything like, and, and how I present myself publicly. It's very liberating to just be able to like, be able to be myself and and uh you know just sort of see where that uh takes me and and dude my whole journey has been like really organic man it, it just it started with the podcast with matt and well not even really that but that's like my public journey it really mm-hmm. started with like me fucking uh log jamming scent on the scent leaderboard for like a year and a half oh, or some yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> Yeah. there was that 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 really led to that but mm-hmm. uh anyway man it's it's just mm-hmm. been like one thing that has led to another and i've just tried to like lean into what feels right and what uh i i feel like i bring to the table and and you know you've done a lot of the same thing man i i respect greatly that when you're out here it's because you want to be out here you're you're on your own clock <laughs> like <Yeah>. and <laughs> and everybody knows that and yeah. i i feel like people respect that man mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know if you've been around long enough you can do things on your own time yep. and uh yeah i think, I think as you should too like if, if you yeah i didn't come into the space to answer to nobody you know yeah yes i always exactly. I always was like on that mission like they, they you know I studied ownership prior to this. Like, you know, I was like, I want ownership. I didn't have a lot of ownership prior to this. So I was like, I'm going to own a bunch of the stuff that I do, you know, whether it's what I do or what I like assets, you know, bottom line, I just wanted to make my own rules, you know, and sure. And I do work with people, but I don't, I rarely work for like, I don't, I'm not much for commission jobs. You know, I don't like, uh, like I build a little bit in Decentraland and stuff. I'm not much for commission jobs. Like I can work with somebody who I respect a lot. Like I do. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm not going to like, oh, you know, I want this bill, you know, can you do it in this amount of time? And uh, like, nah, you probably should hire somebody else for that. You know? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, man. That, that's mm-hmm. that was one of the things. So like uh, that's one of the big reasons I left NFT 42, like mm-hmm. to be completely honest with you and, and not in like a negative way or anything. But mm-hmm. uh, up until the point where the VCs came in mm-hmm. uh we it was like it was just like a handful of friends building cool shit together and it it wasn't uh, but you know once once money comes in then you got to answer to people and you got to start like doing things and and i i I just couldn't man i'm like and and felt uh exactly like what you were saying man i i just i didn't come here to start like taking orders and like answering to other people and like doing stuff like other people's way i i like I came this far, like on my own on thing, my own. like yeah. doing it my own <laughs> yeah. way. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna like you know put myself in a box now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's also not again, a money man, I'm not trying to like talk smack. Like you know what I mean? 
like for me, and I don't mean to cut you off, but um, there's not a money yeah, amount that, that I'm that I'm interested. In. So you're not gonna tell me, oh, well, this much money. So you would, would wouldn't you do it? You know, I'm like, nah, right. that's not because again, right, right. not what I came here for. You know, I'm doing fine on my own pace. Even though, like I said, I work with people. I, I don't. I'm not like yeah, just some old uh, freelance person. You know, I, I definitely have people that I work with and make money with me for me, whatever. But at the same time, um, you know, it's, it's a, a complete understanding that I, you know, I'm Frankie Needles. Like I'm gonna be that, you know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. And uh, again, not trying to like say that there's necessarily anything wrong with going that approach. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone if if they weren't going to, someone was going to, and they're doing like just the fine. Are killing like, it. Going, yeah, this is sort of yeah, 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 you know, exactly. that are completely killing it with that mentality. Exactly. You know, with you know that there are you know. That's cool, <laughs> but I. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's I, it was cool. Uh, it was exactly. just a, a different thing I came for, and I I seem to have found the thing that I came for, so I'm happy. You know, that's what it is. Yeah, me, dude. I I again, man. Like uh, a, a shitload more money would be cool. <laughs> yeah, but, but <laughs> you know, I but you know, I'm I'm loving life right now, man. I, mm-hmm. I get to do what I want when I want, and uh, in like an industry that I'm like fascinated with, with like people that I love, like you know, what what more could you like really ask for? And I, I wasn't gonna get that by like putting myself in a box and like doing a job that somebody else wanted me to do. I want to fucking do my own weird rizzle shit, you know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so speaking of that, like, so what did, what do you think the future of like weird rizzle shit is? Not to say like give me a bunch of alpha, but more like more like uh, like what do you you know. What does it look like? Um, dude, sort of take it as it comes, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, so like the on-chain chains, man, was like something I really built like for myself. Like I, I really like have, I, I want interoperable shit. And mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. I want, I really like have a strong desire to use that as like a vehicle to push that narrative and like get more things that talk to each other uh and the process is like janky as fuck right now but but if there's anything i've (laughs) learned man like doing this thing like in spain uh you know hosting this event and everything Mm -hmm. like everyone wants interoperable shit so it's not like the demand isn't there somebody has to push the boundary too rizzle you know you gotta you you might have to be the guy that pushes and says hey it's time you know, it's right. time to start making some interoperable NFTs that actually work for different things, you know? Right. Well, so this is fun for me, right? I get to yell at people about like, <laughs> you know, y'all should be like doing better shit. Like, and and I, I believe it. And, and mm-hmm. so like, uh, you know, this is like sort of a selfish project in like that regard, because uh, it's just something that I really wanted for myself in a lot of ways. But I also feel like uh, like, I love this space, man. And I believe in the technology and, you know, I, I want to be on the front, like pushing it in the direction that I, I feel like it should be going in, uh, which, uh, you know, right now is, is interoperable shit. So, uh, so that's like the, uh, the short and the long-term like thing, man. I don't, I don't really like, uh, get involved in, in anything and not, stick with it everything sort of comes along with me so uh you know i'm gonna continue to push that shit uh continue to do the podcast continue to do the whip uh see what other weird things uh you know sort of fall into my lap as as a result of that um but i I feel like the combination of like all these things like sort of puts me like right out there on the edge uh which is where i like to be man that's that's like where it's fun and like where the most interesting shit is going on 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. The innovators, the people who are coming up with ideas. I, I'm, I find that more fun to, to create stuff, yeah. you know, create ideas, um, concepts that people may have not tried or, or you know, uh, you thought of or whatever it may be. You know, so I find the same kind of, I find that those things just as like fulfilling it probably as you do, you know. That's why I come to you with this random idea. Like the, the, the fire hat thing. Like, let's not even talk about the fire station. The fire hat. Like, yeah. how random was that? Because it, it had nothing to do with nothing. I said, hey, you want to give away 70 fire hats? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spent like an hour and a half sending out fire hats that yeah, night. It was super yeah. fun. <laughs> but, now, but now we have beta testers for, for something, you know? So, like, it's like, yeah. I built that not thinking anything yeah. going forward. Like, I had, not, I had no plan, although that figured we could do something with it in the future. I believe that was what I said in the text, right? Like, we can do something yeah. with this, right? You know? And then, you know, we did, and that was cool. And, and now we have the ability, you know, I come up with this other idea, like, of this fire station. I'm not going to go too deep in the fire station. It's not done. But, you know, um, then you can have the hats talk to the fire station, you know? Yeah. It's cool, man. When I was uh, tapping on the Mega Cube, I, every now and again, I'd see someone with a, with a fire hat, like, mm. you know, zooming around or whatever. Mm. Yes. It's cool, man. <laughs> people still, that was a while ago now. People still out there yeah, wearing them and everything. some OG fire helmet people out there, that, you know, we're gonna we're, we're bringing the brigade out at some point the brigade is gonna mean something so you know yeah <laughs> no that that's like some of the fun stuff man i got that uh, this like uh goofy rizzle block thing going on and so like a lot of people have like replica rizzle blocks in their wallet that i could like potentially you know activate or do some shit with uh mm-hmm. at some point uh, uh that dude that's that's what's like so fun about all this to me man like trying to figure out like by doing like really dumb shit with this tech it's also like somehow innovative and creative and leads to other like more serious stuff too it, mm-hmm. it's uh do you see the uh the, the 3d printed uh and have you have you 3d printed one yourself uh on chain no i saw i saw someone else did one, and man. i know <laughs> i want mine yo i know right uh i know uh josh from fly frog said he 3d printed one he's trying to send it to me uh nice. before i go to vcon next week uh so i haven't, I haven't seen it yet um but dude, I also I met someone in Spain who like works with like a legit like sword like manufacturer, and they're gonna potentially make like a real like metal like heavy metal chain uh, oh, type of thing. Okay, okay. Uh, so uh, so I don't know, man. Uh, like this is this is the fun shit. Like you yeah, know, anyone course. who has like any like fucking wacky idea, I'm like, yeah, man, let's see it. Why not? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what's and that's what we're talking about interoperability. You can it don't have to necessarily be on the chain either. You know what I mean, yeah. like specifically or only on the chain. You know I mean, like all right, you know, you have your yeah. interoperability on different chains and stuff like that. But what if the three D printed ones become a thing? You know, yeah. and then you know, uh, yeah, you have ownership over that. You know, so it's it's a it's a lot of cool going on there. You know, even though it seems from if you were just a, just a, from over here look at it, like I don't really get it. You know, yeah. You don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be a time. I know, dude. My wife is like, you really need like a website that explains like everything that's going on <laughs> to like people who are just entering the space and they're like, don't really understand like what the hell this is like a really complicated project that like I'm like I know, I know, I know, I know, yeah, yeah. I don't have time for all that shit, man. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get there, dude. Part of me's like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm almost glad, like, so I I had to uh, I had to sort of eat it, man. Where fucking drop like we the drop broke the price tanked uh on on the chains and everything went all the way down to like 0.025 but then then they sold through like 
pretty quickly. Uh, and a lot of the people who I really wanted to get them got them uh, because they were like really affordable. So uh, in a weird way, like the price going down, I, I think like we had a lot of momentum and it seemed like they were going to sell through at like a much higher price. And, and so sort of a tough pill to swallow in that regards. But uh but it's cool It'd be that different like if the project you know, was dead though i mean it's a it's a project that's going on so man you know everything has well a cycle. that and like that's why i'm not like necessarily like the people the people who get it like got them you know what i mean mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. a, a lot of the people who got them are like using them and wearing them and i'm like mm -hmm. this is fucking cool like that was the whole point of the project like mm -hmm. to get them in people's hands that like really understand it and so that's what i'm telling my wife i'm like the the, the we'll get to the website like the new people they'll figure it out eventually but like right now i'm like i'm all right with like only the people who like really understand it like getting them like it's not like the project's going anywhere it's not like i'm going you know, anywhere so thing, like Rizzo, yeah. i think that uh something to be said about what you're saying a little bit while back now about the wearables i think that the general community doesn't necessarily understand you know wearables you know yeah. uh, like that you know so maybe it might take the time when when people start to come to like oh you know wearables are a thing in in the metaverse on you know with nfts and that are collectible and then you look into a project like that or you look into the the you know some of the old school stuff you know the first first wearables Rizzle fire hats whatever it may be you know what I mean? <laughs> you know um you know whatever maybe because i i'm not gonna i could shell everything in my wallet right now but you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah no but, i know man you yeah. You will be the one uh, at the top of the mountain, man. When, we're, when that's what I, that's what, yeah, that's what I was saying. I'll, I'll do a footer whacking for that one. You know I, mean? <laughs> I love you ever seen Alice in Wonderland. That's like my movie, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. On that day, <laughs> yeah, man, it'll it'll happen. We'll get there eventually. I believe in what you're saying, man. We'll, we'll get there. It's it's a, for me. It seems like a collected knowledge thing. It's like um, if you ever heard this term, the hundred the hundredth monkey, and like there was like an island that. Um, they had like coconuts on the island. It was like a bunch of monkeys on the island. And uh, they taught the one monkey to to clean off the coconuts with water so then they could have them, something like that. You know, when the hundredth monkey figured that out, the whole island did it. It was a collective consciousness. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, right. So it's like, right. you know, I think that, that probably it's going to take that for many of the different things in the metaverse and the metaverse itself. Like, it's not like the metaverse is hitting yeah. like with a bunch of like a lot of people are interested in it, but many people don't know what it is, does, you know, and I have, I've had people ask me recently, um, like, you know, kind of why would I want to be in there and stuff like that? And I'm like, well, you know, it's explaining digital ownership and, you know, and, and, um, you know, being able to do business within there and having that essentially be your 3d internet when the time comes. And it probably is not going to be just one place, you know, there's probably gonna be many different places like towns and cities, you know? So, you know, it's, I think it's going to take a larger understanding for of the yeah. collective, you know, like right now, everybody kind of collectively understands that PFPs is getting money. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we're at, you know? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, man. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Once, uh, I, I think a lot, there's a lot of speculation about the metaverse, but I feel like a lot of people do just don't care at all or have like zero interest mm -hmm. in it or like well, the, and I, almost like hate it like oh, they don't I, I want was, to be told that like that's yeah. where we're gonna end up they're like fuck that man i'm not gonna, yeah. <laughs> gonna put no glasses on me like all right homie like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I bet you know but i bet apple comes out with them and then they're gonna be like oh my god do you see my new apple glasses <laughs> like, yeah 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 exactly <laughs> you know it's just one of these things like 
a lot of people want to push back against um Facebook who has become who has stolen our yeah. likeness essentially yeah. <laughs> like the metaverse like oh and so now many people equate metaverse the word metaverse with the Facebook version which yeah. I thought was yeah. very like whoa you know like a little bit like, put me yeah. back but when I go out into the regular public and speak to regular people that's what they do they you know when they say when I say I work within the metaverse and I'm in you know into that kind of world they think that I like work for Mark Zuckerberg himself <laughs> it's kind of funny you know like I'd be way richer crazy. if I was working for Mark man <laughs> like, <laughs> running the metaverse but no I mean yeah especially how much money I heard they wasted on that shit <laughs> yeah dude I'm just watching from the sideline hoping it burns <laughs> I, I mean it looks really bad it looks like they don't yeah. know what they're doing I've heard little things about them not knowing what they're doing it looks like they yeah. don't you know at all because it just you know the user experience for what they're trying to do because you're not that's not like i don't know what to call that you know i don't know who owns anything in there so i don't know you know you i guess you could call that like a a 3d version of facebook or something i don't even and it doesn't yeah. even look like that you know vr chat exists you know vr chat is is yeah. kind of like that kind of platform if you're looking for something like that but like you know ownership within these worlds is the concept you know, so if you're looking for yeah. what metaverse means, I mean, that's really to me is what it mostly means is within this digital space, I can also own things and, you know, interact with things in there. So, you know. Yeah. No, I, I feel like we're just seeing so much of that now. Like people, people building the thing that they think we want mm -hmm. instead of just letting the builders build uh, the thing that they want or whatever, you know, that. They're, you know, carving up a experience for us instead of just letting us, you know, do it ourselves like we have been or, or whatever. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Nothing has changed. We, everybody's continuing to, you know, to make these experiences that matter, you know, from from within. Like, it's like almost like user driven, you know, um, you I, you know, the mega, the mega cube, right? Meta, is it mega cube or mega yeah, cube? Me, yeah, mega cube. It's, that's an amazing, like, example of that, though. You know, you're talking about, that's a, even though, like, that is a team for sure. They're, you know, and all those people are great people. But, you know, uh, that's still, like, from within, almost very user-based, even though they're, they're definitely driven to make these projects. But, I mean, these guys are participants in the metaverse and, and, and all the things, yeah. you know. I mean, I know Daniel personally, but his whole team, they're all involved with all the worlds. It's not just one yeah. or the other. So they're making it from the, from the standpoint of like they're in there they they know what a user experience would want to look like so i think yeah. that's why they many times they make some of the best experiences because and i'm talking about polygonal mind now whereas like you know yeah. um because they talk to them man you users. know yeah i know yeah you know they're users so they understand it you know um wonder mind totally. zone is another one like that they get it you know uh where you're not just like making something for them but you're you're making something for us you know, and yeah. you include yourself in that us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was, I was just saying, uh, you know, if, if anything like really demonstrates the power of NFTs, it's this fucking mega cube. You got hundreds <laughs> of people just, just standing there tapping at a wall for like two days straight, man. Just trying to just, just give me an NFT. Give me an NFT. Right. It doesn't, doesn't have to be that complicated it doesn't have to be like super high resolution you just mm -hmm. put a fucking box out there with a bunch of tiles to tap on no. and hundreds of people will show up <laughs> it's so crazy that. That the first mega cube he did um 
wasn't even close to as like it, no the, the reception wasn't like this I, I no. believe it went on for a long time because it, the reception wasn't like this so you got to give a like a big shout out to those guys because they were able to stick with it again knowing that this is what a user yeah. would want and they you know and, they, and now it's, it's coming to fruition this is again it's understanding the product like understanding what you the product that you're using the product you're building on so you're not building from yeah. the outside like you know it's almost yeah. like uh yeah like vcs just throwing money at stuff you know yeah if yeah, i want to throw just, some money throw really... some money at my bar i'll take it we're not you know we're, <laughs> we're not going to be doing that you want to do <laughs> <laughs> but we'll accept donations yeah why not you know <laughs> yeah 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 uh no man you're you're exactly right i mean it's built built by people from the inside who understand what a user experience is like and that and that was perfect example man tapping tapping on the cube yeah, days straight but and people fucking loved it and uh and it was fun man i yeah. tapped at that cube for a long time too man i got a uh a uh, oh dude i got a really awesome tiger suit that i gotta send myself like the whole thing for decentraland oh, nice. uh yeah it's really dope i'm actually like really excited it'll go nice with my fire hat now you got some little outfit. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Dude. All right, Rizzo, we're pulling up on around an uh, hour and a half. Uh, I really got to thank you for this, man. Like, you got to uh, understand, I, I, I really admire what you're doing in the in the world of that we're in, you know, the NFT world. Thank you, man. Um, and definitely aspire to do similar things, you know. And obviously, we're working together on different projects. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, hell yeah, man. I appreciate you having me. Honestly, like you was almost forgot we were recording like half the time. It was like great to just uh, hang out and shoot the shit with you, man. If you want to uh, bring me back on anytime, uh, I'm oh, always yeah. down to do it again, man. Yeah, you're, you're more than welcome. You just, you, you, you set the date and we'll make it happen. <laughs> you're going to end up with a co-host if you're not careful, man. No we'll do it deal. again. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Much appreciated. Uh, and uh, thank you for everybody for watching this. And we'll be back for another one. Uh, much love. Awesome. Thank you.